Welcome to the Let's Go Recovery podcast, where we investigate sobriety and beyond that, explore solutions to help us heal at the core, where the root of our problems like addiction or alcoholism begin. We hope you hear something in today's podcast that ignites a change in your life. I'm here on set today with Colby Love and her husband, Boo. They're the founders of Finally Free. And we're gonna jump in today and talk about relationships and the effect of recovery and what it may have on strained relationships and how we grow together as a couple. Uh, congratulations, let me be the first to wish you a happy anniversary. By the time the episode comes out, you guys will have done it. Great job. Let's talk a little bit. Um, you both have struggled with addiction, alcoholism as part of your story. Um, Colby, I'm gonna start with you. Just how does that play an aspect um, in your new relationship, a husband you found, and just your overall relationships in life? So in the beginning, it's rough um, because we both come in broken pieces and we try to mesh them together. Uh, and that's where outside counsel comes in. That's where therapy comes in for us. Um, when I look at it fast forward, we've been together four years now. Today, it's great. And it's all thanks to the programs that we work. Cool. You talk a little bit about what you brought in. And Boo, when you come into a relationship, um, I think about the reactions that we have based on all of the things that have happened to you, you know, whatever it might be, whatever past broken you come from. Tell me a little bit about, she talked about counseling. How about the apprehensiveness to get into something where I've got to fix me first versus I want this relationship to work out? What are some of the things I got to do when I'm talking about relationship from that aspect? Well, I mean, coming from the background that we come from, um, none of us were ever in a good relationship, you know, so uh, the program, like she mentioned, that we work, uh, like working on yourself first. You know what I mean? You have to get to know who you really are and who you want to be first before you can add another person to the equation. Um, so, you know, we we did that, um, and life is good today, man. Tell me some of the things, Colby, when, when you guys first, how did you meet? Tell me a little bit about that. How did you guys come to, to, together? How does this happen? Well, <laughs> uh, we have a friend in common friend in common calls me up and says, hey, um, I have a, a partner here, a homeboy that needs to go to a meeting. Can you come pick him up? So I went over and picked him up and we have been inseparable ever since. That's super cool. What? How, so how long do you guys got re, uh, sober time at this point in our, in our podcast? You've been clean. It'll be 13 years next month. 13 years next month. Boo, how long you got? Uh, nine years, November 20, November 27th, 2014. So you guys have been like, clean a, quite a while, mm -hmm. but so even in, in your, what, four years together, so there's some relationships. You're clean, so I like, like yeah, I'm clean, but I don't necessarily like who I am, and now I want to bring another person into this relationship. What do you give for advice for the person that's thinking, you know what, I'm going to jump into a relationship and yet I don't really know myself. What are you telling them? What are you telling women that you're working with? I tell them you better don't. Um, because two sickies don't make a welly. And you can't bring a broken mess to another broken mess and think that it's going to fix itself. It takes a lot of work to be in a relationship. And even at the amount of clean time that we each have and had at the time when we met, it still took a lot of work. We still go to therapy. Matter of fact, we have couples therapy today at 4 o'clock. Not because anything's wrong, but because we want to come together and be and be strong, and we we use a professional to do that. Awesome, takes a lot of uh, humility. I'm going to use that language, uh, Boo. Hey, and I know how to do this. You know, you're a tough guy. You I'm know, a man. You're yeah. a man. You know, yeah. I know I know how to do this. What's the point where you say I need help 
in my relationships? What does that look like to you where Colby says, hey, we're going to go to this. Maybe you said it. But how does that come together and you, you're, you're okay with kind of being told it's okay to be well, uh, soft? Happy life. I mean, happy wife, right? Happy wife, happy life. However the saying goes, on, uh, you know, I'll do anything to make her happy. I'll do anything to make her smile. Um, and, um, you know, she's my one, you know. And uh, from day one, we realized that. Uh, when she took me to that first meeting, you know, like this, this is, this is my one. This is the one I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Wow. That's a big commitment. Yeah. You talked a little bit about you and just what you're doing um, or what is a couple. What are some of the things you can share that you guys talk about? Like we're four years together. What are you guys talking about in, I'm going to say couples therapy, if that's what it's called, the couples counseling. What is that? What are some of the things that you're still working on today? Well, that's none of your business. Oh, good, good. I'm actually I'm just HIPAA, I'm Tracy. Like, wow, that's HIPAA. HIPAA. <laughs> disclosure. Run that disclosure on the bottom of the screen, if you will, guys. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, some of the things that that we still work on um, is money things, right? Because he comes from a different background from using money and saving money than I do. I, I just want to spend it on everything. It. It hurts him. <laughs> so she teaches us how to come to like a happy medium and how to, you know, she 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 teaches us how to see each other's point of view. She'll she'll bring it up and she'll say, now, Colby, you know, and she'll um, she'll teach us to see each other's point of view. And then another um, hard thing is the meshing of families. So um, she, he you know, he has a mom that loves him like no other. So that's a not a struggle, but that's something different I don't have a mom mine passed away um due to addiction and then we have these I have these two children that I brought to the table who are now 21 and 23 but that is and and always has been a struggle where where does he fit in that right so those are two of the major things wow there's actually lots unpacked there because we're not talking about just your relationship you're talking about the, your past relationships right and people I guarantee an addiction are bringing into this relationship a mom issue dad issues i have daddy issues so i can say that like you're, you're bringing that and my reactions to my wife or my kids are probably a product of how my dad talked to me but talk to me a little bit about you have this great relationship with your mom i know a little bit about that story how does your relationship with your mom um, not just change but morph now that you're clean and sober but also because you're bringing colby the love of your life into the situation how do you have to work on that well, I mean, they, they say that ultimately you're going to find somebody just like your mother, right? So, I mean, much as she doesn't want to admit it, she's just like my mother. You know what I mean? Um, strong woman, uh, strong-minded, uh, wants to be heard, wants her, wants her point of view to be heard. Um, and that's exactly my mother, you know what I mean? So tell my mother that my mother's like, I'm not like her. Oh, you want to be that way, right? right. And to tell her, she's like my mother. She's like, I'm not like your mother, but they're exactly the same. You know what I mean? And, uh, and I love it. You know, my mom's a good woman. She called me today, actually. Uh, um, I don't know if I can get into this, but I, a ticket came to the house, right, uh, from Je December 4th, where I went through a easy pass in Pennsylvania. I was in Arizona. She's like, oh, I, that wasn't you. How long have you been out there? I've been out here since 2020, Ma. Well, I'm calling them up. And then she called, she called the Easy Pass people, and she's like, no, never mind. They, they said it wasn't your license. So she, like, my mom will go to bat for me anytime, anywhere. And so will my wife, you know what I mean? Uh, I think we both would agree we need people like that, absolutely. especially women like that, that kind of have our back. Colby, I know you will have some people's back. What does that look like when I say, I got you got booze back? What does that look like today in recovery and how you can create a healthy boundary, 
So I want to have your back. I want to fight for you. But what does that look like in, I'm going to use the word again, healthy relationship? How does, how do you formulate that? So what that looks like is out in public, I have his back, right, wrong, or indifferent. I will fight for him. I will, and then behind the closed doors, if he was wrong is when we'll talk about it. So, you know, I had your back in this situation. However, you know, this shouldn't have been handled like this, or this is what this means. Or, you know, we talk about stuff behind closed doors, but not in front of, not in front of the world. There's communication barrier there or not a barrier, but thing that has to be bridged, right? We talk about how somebody might've said something to you and you hear something, or like you talked about finances, it's a huge deal. Like, I, I don't care if you're in recovery or not. A couple listening to this day that hasn't addressed things like family and finances, faith, you know, where do we go do this? Well, this is the way we did it. My mom's always done this for years is a huge thing. So communication becomes that, boo, communication. How important, how do you start that behavior of communication and have it become something that's uh, indicative in your relationship? Well, I mean, trust comes a lot with that. You know what I mean? I have to be able to trust her to tell her, you know, how I'm thinking and communicate with her. And, and you know, she is my best friend. You know, she's not only, she's my, I'll cry right now. Um, but not only is she my wife, she's my best friend and I could tell her anything, you know? Um, and you know, I'm, I'm just in awe of this woman every day, you know, and, and just watching her work and watching the things that she does. Um, I learned from her. Um, it's just, it's the best relationship I've ever had, man. Um, you know, and, uh, I'm, I thank God for her every day. I really do. The way she keeps our house. Um, she's just, she's my mother. Wow, that's great. I'll let you guys fight about that after the shoot is over. But I also hear the word growth. Like, you don't arrive in a relationship. You don't, you don't get to the point where we're good. Like, we talk about addiction a lot on the show, and we're talking to people that are struggling with, hey, I want to stop you know, doing this behavior. But that also is a growth in relationship where you never arrive. I love that you guys are still in counseling. Like, you've, you're having an anniversary. You've been together for four years. Like, oh, we've got it. I've been married for 25 years and I can tell you, I'm going to do something stupid today that's going to make my wife feel a certain way. And I'm going to have to eat crow. I'm going to have to say I was wrong. And I think there's some of that communication is obviously imperative, but how about the growth aspect of we are never arriving, Colby? Like, what does that look like to you to know that you're, there's never going to be a point where we get to stop kind of working together, growing together, changing, you know, where we're headed? I love it. I love growth. I love that um, every day is different. I love a challenge. I love the future. Um, and I love that we have to continue to go to counseling. And to answer your question about communication that he kind of didn't answer or but only because our communication is good now, but it wasn't in the beginning. But this woman, this therapist taught us how to communicate and taught us kind of put it on a whiteboard of everything that he's been through and then everything that I've been through and explain to us why we react the way that we do in certain situations, which helped us to understand each other better. There's something to be said about that. There's obviously some humility, there's trust, there's so many of these factors, but there's also this idea of bringing in somebody else. That perspective is crazy. When somebody says, you just said this, is that what you heard? And then you go, no, no, no. I heard anger. I heard rage. I know uh, I have a daughter that I, when I say her first name to start the sentence, it, the, the dot, 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 and pause right after I say her name makes her feel a certain way, like she's being scolded. It's like using somebody's middle name. And it's funny that I never heard that before. I never thought, oh, this is going to be something that I um, am doing that I have to change a behavior. Talk to me about changed behaviors, boo. Things that you did 
that you now don't do and or try not to do because of the woman of your life and being, you know, not being able to handle that well, I'll use that language. Well, I mean, she, she's a, my wife's a gangster, man. My wife can handle anything, you know, um, and there's nothing really that I've been through that my wife hasn't also been through, you know what I mean? Coming from the background that we come from, um, you know, I did a bunch of time in prison. My wife did a bunch of time in prison. She knows that mentality. She knows that the mentality that we needed to change to get to where we are today. Um, and, you know, and, and we've done it and we continue to do it every day. And, and, you know, every day isn't unicorns and rainbows, you know what I mean? But, um, yes, we, it is. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. I love that. But we try our best, man, you know, and, uh, and, and we go home and we lay our head down on the bed and, and we know that we were the best pr version of ourselves that we could be that day, you know, and we go home and we lay down and, and we go to sleep and we hold hands. You know, and and it's just it's beautiful. I think that you've hit on some key points, like that, that you're talk, talking about inventory, and you know, of course we talk a lot about the step work and inventory and that. So I have I have my own inventory. I have to think about what I did. But as a couple, you guys are working to, I'm going to say, fight together, not fight each other, right? And so as I start feeling myself pulling away in relationship, I have to realize how can we bring it back together. What are some things, Colby, that you've done in your relationship to go okay? How do we bring this thing back together? How does this union become better? You know, I'm not going to say perfect. You say unicorns and rainbows. I, I'm glad for you. Mine's not like that. But how do I bring it back together? What are some of the things that you do and or go through your mind when I want to bring it back together, make it okay? So I try to, um, you know, work hard, play hard. So I try to have like vacations planned. Um, we're both family oriented people. So um, we'll try to well, I'll try to plan for us to go back east um, to visit our families or take a Vegas trip or go out to California and hit a couple meetings and speak out there. Or he likes the UFC, so maybe, like, um, schedule a UFC fight. Try to do something that, like, gets us away from the calamity of every day because we're both in recovery. We both help people all day long. And so sometimes we need to get away together and recharge together. You talk about being in recovery together. You guys have this uh, organization, Finally Free, and that's super awesome. You're helping people that are moved, transitioning from a way of life that they used to have and get out of that. Boo, tell me a little bit about Finally Free and what that you know, what that organization means to you. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's 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 new and it's fresh to us. Um, you know, we we've been blessed to be able to own two homes now. So when we bought a second home, so the first home, instead of selling it or just renting it to another family or just renting it to just whoever, we decided to uh, rent the rooms out to people that are in recovery who are on the right path and doing the next right thing, and um, and and that's what we do, man. And we just want to help everybody that we can. And and Mesa is our is our ground zero, you know. That's we awesome. love Mesa and. Uh, this is where we're going to spend the rest of our life, you know? Wow, that's super great. Yeah. Colby, um, as she talks about, you know, taking people in your home, there's also some mentorship there where you are a reflection of, of what you, I'm not going to say expect, but people are looking at you in our community and going, okay, this is what a relationship should look like. I know I've talked to several people that are like, oh, I want what Colby and Boo have. Tell them what are some of the things that you're doing, not just the counseling aspect of it, but what are you doing as you start adding people like other outside influences? You've got, I'm going to say tenants, we'll call them that, clients for a better purpose. You've got all these people coming around there. How do you draw that line between who they are and your mentorship to them? And then how do you go back home? Like how do you separate the, the, the work aspect, mentor aspect 
and now your husband. Like, how do you separate those two? I don't know that they're separated, right? So the people that we bring into our lives are like family to us. Um, if they need something, we stop what we're doing and we're, we help them out, um, whether it's a ride to the store or whatever it is. Um, I don't see that I really separate it. I I mean, I turn off my ringer at 9 o'clock when I go to bed and I don't put it on till like 7 when I get up. So that's kind of my separation piece. Um, if my ringer's off and I'm, and I'm in bed, you got to figure it out. How about, how about you, Boo? Is there anything there that you go, hey, we, we have, you know, I'm going to say behaviors or things that we do that kind of help us be a couple or be at work? Like, is there anything that you put into safe spots like that? I, I don't I really think there is. I think I'm the same man everywhere I go and I believe she's the same woman everywhere she goes we're just us we're just we're just Colby and Boo you know and uh we are authentic and and we are uh we we are good alone but we're better together you know um and that's we do everything we do everything together every decision that we make is is a is a democracy you know um we talk about stuff and 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 we get through stuff so if somebody needs help, if there's people that are living in our houses now that need anything, like she said, we'll drop whatever we're doing to go um, just help, man. And that's all we do. So we hit on finances. We hit on some uh, family. So we bring we bring some stuff into the relationship. What are some other things that we haven't talked about that are key foundational elements to a relationship um, as far as um, we got counseling? What are some other things that maybe I'm forgetting about, like that we go, hey, man, this is to have a healthy or good relationship? What are some other things that uh, we should be hitting on? So like values. And and as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, when, when I first picked him up to go to the meeting and then we've been inseparable ever since, right? We never had the conversation. Um, so there's like a the thing on Facebook. It's like, make sure you guys agree on the temperature of the house before you get in a relationship together. That's stuff you don't think to talk about, right? You don't think to talk about values. You don't think to talk about like, like, if one of our parents gets sick, are you okay with us bringing them in the house? Like, we both are, thank God that we have that that background, but we never talked about uh, any of this stuff, right? Because, and most couples don't. Everyone's like, they fall in love and then that's it, you know? But to talk about, you got to talk about values um, and, and things down the road. Um, such thing as kids too. Like, if the kids don't do well out there, can they move back in? Some people dig that, some people don't. Right. There's a lot there. I mean, when you start saying, sitting it out and talking about it, I know in recovery, we say put a lot of stuff on paper. There's almost something there where you got to like list the likes. And I know that for me, uh, we're a um, TV dinner family. Like, so it's no big deal for us to sit down, um, have dinner, TV's on, we're watching TV. I guarantee there's some people that come in my house that are like, I would never do that. Now, again, I have to be willing to say, hey, are you okay with this? And then talk about it because we get down the road so far, like, because you said I'm pretty and you said I love you. Like, oh, that's all we wanted to hear, right? Like, we, you found your mom in a way and you, you found something in Boo and it sounds really, really good. But then it's like, wait a minute, Boo doesn't know that I want him to take care of the yard? Like, I thought you knew. And Boo's like, I'm not doing that. I worked all week, right? So, how is some of, what are some of those things that have popped up? Maybe I'm going to ask you to be a little bit vulnerable for a minute. Like, what are some things that have popped up that surprise you that you guys haven't, I'm going to say, discussed, but you have navigated through? And what are some weird things that well, you said the temperature of the house? Well, that, we were not really talked about that. I like it. I like it cold. She's always cold, so she likes it hot. <laughs> um, but uh, even sitting down to dinner, like, I come from a background, uh, 
my my grandparents were raised me pretty much uh, with my mom. My mom was a young mother, um, and we sat every every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We sat at a table and we all ate together. And coming into the relationship, it wasn't like that. Um, you know, she wanted I'd be sitting at the couch. She's like, "Well, I'm bringing you to meet dinner over there." She'll be sitting over there or there. I'm like, "No, we're going to sit at this table, and we're going to eat." Uh, and we're going to enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and I had never sat at a table. It was weird for me, so I was down for whatever. I was like, you sure you don't want me to bring it to you on the couch? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, we had to learn each other. Yeah. Then what else? Tell me, tell me some things. You do. Yeah, so we got we got the temperature. It sounds like we're never going to make Colby happy on that. She's always going to be cold. We got food. What are some other things? Um, talked a little bit about finances. How, uh, what other things are there in a relationship that people don't even realize they don't know about each other? So I, I'm messy. Even though my house is clean, my stuff is messy. Like my, you know, I could have a pile of clothes and I don't really care as long as it's clean in a way. He's super neat. It's like the shoes are all lined up and the shirts are all color coordinated. Like we don't talk, we didn't talk about that stuff. You know, sometimes not anymore, but in the beginning he'd be like, is that how you're going to, <laughs> is that cleaned up? And That's I'm like, great. yeah. And he's like, okay. you know, just standing there scratching his head. And I, I now, you know, in the beginning, I felt some type of way. Like, what is, what's wrong with this dude? You know what I mean? <laughs> don't you don't like it? Don't look at it then. But we had to learn to come together because the the therapist. And then my dad is a, is really, <laughs> my dad is the one that suggested the therapist in the first place. Good man. Because I was like, he gotta go. I'm not doing this because the relationship <laughs> is work, and I wasn't trying to put in any work. And, and he said, Colby, I'm going to challenge you for the first time in your life to put some effort into this. Instead of just getting rid of everybody like you always do, I would like for you to, I'm challenging you, he put the ball in my court, to go to therapy with this man. If he, if he wants to, if he will. So I'm like, will you? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, shit. And then um, made this appointment. And then this woman saved our lives. But um, anyways... My dad has always been woven through this thing, so um, I would call him with challenges, and then you know he would kind of listen to me, and then give me advice, and then he would talk to him. And you know we we've had challenges with like smoking, and like we would we, I would quit, he would quit, we'd quit together, just back and forth, right? And um, that was a tough one. Uh, so just certain challenges, but our dad would, my dad would always help us through it. Well, that's awesome. You say that somebody else was involved. I think so many times we think like, we're going to work on it. Like we're going to, you know, let's say get in the, you know, get in the car and just talk about this. We're going to hash it out. In reality, there's some spot where I got to go, man, I need, I need people. We talk a lot in recovery about having people that have our back. It takes you know, a village, right? It takes a village, right? And so sometimes that village is somebody that we actually know and they can speak life into us. How important is it for you to guy? I know you talk about family from this sense of like your your group of people, the kids you have, the the relationships you have with that. But how about other people that influence you other than your counselor? Who are some other um, people? And I'm going to say other couples. Is that important to you? Talk to me a little bit about other people that you hang out with that you go maybe here's something I'm going to mirror or here's something I want to bring into our house. Is there some something like that that other people can look into? Yeah, I mean, looking up to other couples is a, a is a great idea. Um, we have a couple couples in our life that that have mentored us through things. Um, when we were getting married, we met with a with a couple um, for a couple weeks beforehand. And there's there's a couple power couples I can think of that that we do um, like to be around them and kind of get get their energy. But my dad is one of those couples. My dad is twenty something years sober with his wife that has you know matching 
So they are one of our power couples, um, and they speak life into us more often than not. That's all awesome. Anybody else, Boo, that you would have to add? Um, just, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that I uh, being in, in in sobriety that I've come to say that that I would like to be like that man or that couple. Um, you know, um, and you've had one of them on on the show, Kristen Day. Her and her husband Ian um, are. They're like power couple of the West Valley. We're the power couple of the East Valley. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, and I look up to that man. And there's a, this is my sponsor, uh, Brady. Um, you know, there's just people that I just want to be like, you know what I mean? And, and I look up to. And even though some of these people may not have as much sobriety time as me, but I still, the way that they're living their life is 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 awesome. And I look up to it. And, you know. Yeah, I think thing. you talk about becoming a product of your environment there. Absolutely. You hang around you know, five losers, you know, five junkies. If you, if you hang around the barbershop long enough, you're going to get your hair cut, right? Oh, I love that. That's yeah. a great, that's a great line. I've never yeah. actually heard that, but I, <laughs> I love that line. Um, you talked a little bit about, you know, vulnerability, but I think you also talked about expectation in there. I heard it. We didn't say the word expectation. I, you know, in this case, expected to put, Boo expects you to put your clothes away a little differently than you do. How does expectation in a marriage become a like key factor? I mean, it's that's communication. You don't hit my expectation, but how does changing your expectation um, affect your marriage and or relationships? So expectations set you back in life, relationships, um, whether they're intimate or personal, look, whatever it is. If you have expectations, you're you're always going to be let down. Um, that expectations have to be push to the side so i mean boundaries are, are what you can have boundaries and there's certain things that you'll accept and not accept and th certain things that are okay and not okay but if you have any expectations you're, you're... it's not going to go great you're going to get <laughs> your feelings hurt. you're always going to get let down right yeah. if, you, if, if i've if i've said this is what i expect of you in any way and again because you may hit it in a false sense like because you want me to do that like i'll fulfill that but it's really not authentic right Boo, you got some recovery time under your belt. You've, mm -hmm. you've, you've been sober a, a long time. How does recovery impact your relationship today? Oh, it's, it's, it's it, program, God, relationship. That's how it goes, you know what I mean? And, and if I'm not working a good program and I'm not doing my meetings for myself, um, then, and the same with her, you know, uh, she does her meetings, she does her thing. Uh, I go to my men's meetings, she goes to her, to her female meetings, uh, and then, you know, we work a good program separately and we work an even better program together, you know? I think that's how, uh, key. A lot of people think that, you know, now we're going to work on it as a couple. I see too many people in recovery that think like, oh, we're going to figure this out together. You talked about two brokens don't make a, a two righty. Two sickies don't make a willy. What is that again? Two, two sickies, sickies don't, don't make, make a willy. I've got to, you, got, you guys have brought me some good lingo today. I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to incorporate. Um, you know, in wrapping up, anything you want to add, Colby, from, from the perspective of I want to have a healthy relationship i won't say marriage it's cool that you guys got married but i want to have a healthy relationship what anything else that you want to add to what we've talked about today that a viewer or an audience might want to hear i would say if you want to have a healthy relationship if that's really important to you and it's on your heart i would start by get having a healthy relationship with yourself i would put the work in to have a healthy relationship with yourself where you're not afraid to eat by yourself you're not afraid to go to the movies by yourself you know exactly what you bring to the table um, this way, when, when God does bless you with that man, woman, shim, him, whatever it is that you, you know, seek, then you guys can become 
you know, a good couple, but you, ha you have to do you first. You have to work on you first. Wow, that's imperative. Boo, anything else to add to that? No, she she said it perfectly. You know what I mean? You, you got to be ha you got to be um good with yourself. You know what I mean? You you got to be the, the person that you're looking at in the mirror, you have to be like, "All right, I like that person that I see today." You know, and then everything else will fall in line. You know. Yeah. All right, we're going to tag you guys on as much stuff as we can. Thank you so much for being here. I'd Thank like you to for have having you back. Uh, after, maybe after, we'll have an anniversary special every year. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see, how this, <laughs> see how this thing goes, if we can have the same smiley and the, the, holdy hands, uh, <laughs> the, the holdy hands next year. I promise you guys they were holding hands before they came on set. <laughs> it's not just for uh, our time together. I appreciate you guys so much for being here. Thank you for Thanks having us, Tracy. Yeah, you got it. It's our pleasure. I hope you heard something today that gets you to take one small step into the version of the person that you want to be. For more content like this, subscribe to our channel below or you can go on letsgorecovery.org. Until next time.